You're listening to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show is dedicated to helping founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. Let's start learning in three, two, one. My name is David Alfonso Castro. I am 13 years old. Today is March 22, 2020, and I am speaking with Feli Bation, who is my grandmother. We are recording this interview in Cebu, Philippines. Can you tell me about someone you'll always remember? I always remember my mom and my dad who yes. molded me into who am I right now. They were a very hardworking people or person or parent, should I say, and they were always looking forward for the benefit of their children. They sent us to school with their hard work from the farm and in order for us to finish our four-year degree in school. There were seven children. They have seven children, but then all of us were able to finish a four-year degree course. When was the last time you cried and why? The last time I cried so hard is when my parents passed away. Oh. It's because we lost our loved one, which is so dearly uh, part of our life. And how did you deal with it? I have to cry and it's okay to show our emotions, so I have to cry and grieves, grieve on that day, but then in, on the other hand, I have also to balance it and think that they are already in a good place. That they were already, already able to, to rest. And my mom passed away in March 21 of 2002. And it was so hard because mom got sick for a month and stayed in the hospital and I was holding her in my arms when she lost her breath which is so hard for me after all these years every time I remember that incident or that that moment and then dad also passed away on July 22 of 2018, both of them are so dearly loved, they were loving parents, hardworking, who set a lot of good examples and values in our lives. So what do you feel most grateful for in your life? I am so grateful, first of all, with my parents my siblings and I'm so grateful for having my own family, my kids and my grandchildren that despite of all the trials, especially when I left my children when I went to America, which was the toughest decision I've ever made in my life. But I sacrificed a lot so I can give them 
a better future. So I work so hard to, to support them in order for them to finish their degree. So despite of my struggles and my, my emotions and I have sleepless nights and hard work, but I'm still very grateful that now at this point of time, all of them finished their degree and they have their own lives and your mom, Flary, have a successful career with her family happy and your auntie Faith who finished also being a nurse and have her own life her uncle Bob who is also a nurse and have their own lives also and your auntie Bim Bim with her own family and have the who is a nurse also uh, your your mommy Flary also worked so hard to support everybody in her family and to have a happy life. And so I'm so grateful and so thankful to God that despite of the trials, that despite of the sacrifices that I left them, they grew up into their adolescent life without me. They grow up very responsible. And I'm so grateful for that and thankful to God. And I'm so grateful also that they understand. And I thought they will hate me at the end because I left them. I'm so happy that they appreciate all my sacrifices. Okay. For future generations of your family listening to this recording years from now, is there any wisdom you'd want to pass on to them or any life lessons? What would you want them to know? Yes, first of all, I want to pass it to them that they have, first of all, to pray and trust in God and have a goal in life. And also, I want them to be respectful and that they have to work hard in order to attain their goal in life. And I want them also to respect, most of all, the value of respect on their elders and appreciate all the hard work of whoever uh, contributed to the success of their lives. And another value that I want them to carry on is that whatever success is the they will have in life, they have to look back where they came from and appreciate all the hard work of the people around them. How would you like to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered to be 
as a loving grandmother, a loving mother, and be willing to sacrifice myself for the sake of my loved ones. That's how I am ever since. I always go first for them, and the last is on me. Has your life been different than what you imagined? Yes, very different. If if you remember when I was I was still very young when I was I was the third daughter of the family. My mom and dad always called me for a hard work. I've I was in school if you remember I mean I was still young. I was in grade three when my mom always asked me to carry rice or bananas in going to school just to sell so I, we can have some money. And on the weekend, my mom always asked me to carry the 10 kilos uh, weighing scale and help her buy chicken in the local areas so he can, she can sell that one to the city so we can have gain. And I always remember a hard work that my mom or dad wake me up at four o'clock in the morning so we can go to the farm and farrow the land, tilt the land so we can plant rice or corn. It's, it's very hard until I grew up. When I was in high school, I can still remember that my siblings were already in college, my my older two older sister. And every time I ask money from my mom to pay for my tuition, she always told me, go to your auntie Balit and ask for additional mortgage of the of the rice field so you can pay your tuition or make a promissory note so you can take the exam. And when I was in college also, I worked so hard. Uh, we have only a very little allowance. And so I work part-time job in, in, the, in the department store. So sometimes if I don't have money, I absent in my class and go to the department store so I can, I can work and have money to buy uh, food at the end of the day so because we our allowance wasn't enough then I have also cases that I ask my classmates every time our teacher will assign us for some research I volunteered to my classmates to do the research and print it out for them so I do the research for them in in lieu of money so they have to to buy the research so i was the one who worked hard in the library and do the research for them and in return they will pay for me and then after that i, I i've been through a lot and then even when i was already a teacher when i graduated as a teacher i still work hard in in school I have a part-time job as a sales a unit manager in the appliance center. So your 
your mom and her siblings won't experience a, a hard time or an, a hard life same as I had experienced because when I graduated also high school I I also experienced to be a housemaid with only two piece of bread for a breakfast huh? I have been through that kind of situation so I don't want them to experience that and then so every time I go to school I make sure that your your mom Flary and her siblings will have enough baon for their school so they won't experience what I have experienced at that time and mm. then after that I I've decided because our income is not enough to support the whole family especially when they are already about to go to college and we are buried to death so I decided mm. to find a greener pasture so I went to America as a tourist at first and I worked hard and I have experience when I was in America days that I don't eat a lot I had only one piece of noodles ramen noodles boil and divide it into three meals with one piece of bread so I can save the money to send it to your to your to my kids to my family I have experienced a lot that I've been chased with a knife without dinner without eating with my patients so it was really a lot I have a lot of hard experience yeah. So I will become as what I am today now, what, what I have achieved this time. So through all of that, so what is your happiest and proudest moment, moment or moments of your life? I'm very proud as of the moment that all my kids have their own lives and that they can support their own families that they have finished all their degrees that's my happiest moment they are all healthy and happy and the happiest moment also that I, w I can still be able to to give them or share with them my blessings that I've earned through all these years so that's my happiest moment seeing them that they have already their own career and they are successful in their own ways how would you compare living in america to living in the philippines uh, living in in the philippines when in terms to time it's easier and you have time to mingle, you have time to relax, and, but when it comes to income, it's difficult. Yeah. But living in America, the income is easier, especially if it's, uh, your income is spent in the Philippines. But uh, we don't have much time for ourselves in there. We are always running out of time. We are chasing the time, meaning we have in a fast 
how do you call that one fast race that yeah. that you won't have any time to relax so when you wake up in the morning you are already chasing the time you have to get up you don't have much time to sit down in the table and eat your proper breakfast because you have to run for your job you know so it's always like time 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 yeah. time is very precious in america compared in here like in here you have time to go anywhere and relax and mingle with other people but there you just have to get out in your apartment or in your room and say you meet people in the street you say hi and then that's it you are you run you have to run because you're you're under time pressure mm. so medical it's easier back in america because even if you don't have money you will still be taken care of in the hospital unlike here if you don't have money you don't have any treatment because they will uh, always ask you for a down payment unless it's in a charity but still you still have to pay yeah you know? so you have experienced the the era of SARS the the SARS coronavirus, right? Yeah, I I did. I uh, there was a SARS before, but it wasn't really bad, like the Corona COVID nineteen, because SARS was just in some other countries, and we were not affected on that in America at that time. Okay, so. So, how do you compare your experience? in dealing with COVID-19 to dealing with SARS? Dealing with SARS before, uh, the government wasn't uh, really crazy like this time with the COVID that every country is, is affected. In SARS, there were only specific countries that were affected at that time. Although we are, we have a lot of precautionary measures done, but the worst one is this COVID nineteen. Oh, okay. We were quarantined, and we were not able to do our things. So, what's your most favorite moment of me? first favorite moment of me is when the first time I saw you that I was so excited you're so cute and I've been in fact every time your mom sent a picture to me I printed it out and made uh, an album of your pictures every moment that I saw I, I filed it in an album that I'm hiding it until now. And then another thing is the most exciting moment is when we went for a 10-day vacation, the two of us. Remember mm. when you, we traveled, but although I was sick at the time, but still we had a good time. Yeah. That was the first time you were out of your parents' hand. Yeah. <laughs> And you were with, with, with Lala. 
Right? Yeah, and when it is. And had, and had, yeah, and I was the one witnessing <laughs> the exciting moment. <laughs> the <Hey>. two, the two. <laughs> in your life in America, or in your entire life, what was the most memorable or the best advice someone has given to you? First advice that is always in my mind every time, everywhere I go, were the advice given by my parents. Mm. To work hard, pray, and trust in God. And my dad always said that when you get he has he has the kind of a parable that let's see if you are assuming that you are a fly and I am a carabao when you happen to land in the back of a carabao don't think yourself that you can still be you can also be a carabao mm-hmm. okay because uh, being a fly in a carabao is different way. Meaning to say, that's only a parable that when you get into the top, that's what my dad said, when you get into the top of your achievements in life, when you get famous or whatever, you have to look back where you came from and not to be a big-headed person. Because no matter what, either you are rich or you are poor, we still go back to the ground. As God said, a man from dust shall return to dust. Even Mm. no matter how rich you are, you will still die and go back and become a dust, right? Mm. So that's one thing. And then I can still remember the first time I left Iligan City before going to... America, I asked the Monsignor to bless my necklace that I I hide it until now. I never removed that one in my neck for like 10 or 15 years. And then when the necklace was blessed, blessed by the Monsignor, she always told me, wherever you go, Always remember God. Always pray to God. Work hard. Be honest. And look back where you came from. Yes. Yeah. So, how is it being in love? And what's your advice? Being in love. When you are on the younger age, of course, you have some crushes. And you easily like you have the infatuation or love, yeah. but think first of your future. Mm-hmm. So don't get into rush. Think about it first. Think of your goal in life, and find the right person before you get into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so you have. 
you have to think first. Is this the right person for me? And think about the background. Think about uh, would this be compatible to me at yeah. the end and be reliable and be supportive whatever goal in my life. That's one thing. And would this be person be honest? Would this person accept who I am? Because we have always, we are not perfect. So there is always ups and downs. There is always uh, part of our life, our being you, which is uh, unique. You know, at each person is have our own individual uh, should I say character. Yeah. So make sure you won't get into rush. Think first that I have to finish first my my course or my study my career and because that can happen finding a person in your life can always happen at the end mm -hmm. so your goal first is to have a better future so make sure you study hard work hard be honest be respectful and achieve first the goal in life of course, you have some flings on the side, but don't be too serious until you will reach your goal. You've been through many historical events in the past of the Philippines. So, what can you say about the past compared to the present in terms of what happened to the Philippines? The government, um, as far as I remember, uh, when we were young, your grandfather, great-grandfather, should I say, was a political person. So he was into politics. Your, your papa pig, your lolo pig, was into politics. And we were still young when he was with that. He started with a, a Punong Barangay or Barangay Captain into a Sangkuniang Bayan member. Yeah. And when it comes to the government i think before is much better than this time you know yeah. but they have a lot of as far as i remember they really work hard and unite unlike unite to in the sense that they have their own projects and they support each other. Although at the time there was like a close fight between a liberalist and nationalist party. Yeah. But then at the time they're still cheating during elections. They cheat? Yeah, they cheat. Oh. I can still remember the vote, vote buying in my time. So what do you think about martial law? Oh, thinking about martial law, I think that was really good, although we don't like Marcos at the time, but martial law also helped us be, 
discipline the people because they were they were not allowed to roam around after nine o'clock like this one like this one it's like having a covid is like covid quarantine covid 19 is like you're having a martial law yeah. so it's so martial law is really similar to covid 19 curfew it's similar yeah. just for the time but yeah. not for the illness you know because in martial law the only thing is that we are under the dictatorship of president marcos mm-hmm. that, that all of our moves are monitored you know because of his presidency yeah though so it's not <coughs> because they go so so another so you've also been through the evolution of technology So what do you think about it from past to present again? About health issues? No, technology. Or technology? Yeah. Oh, before we don't have the computer before. Yeah. Yeah, and in in the class when we were in the class, it's a spoon feeding with all the teachers. You have only to copy, 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 and. and believe what is uh, said by the teacher and that also our books is very minimal Amen. so we have only like one book for every 10 to 10 children oh. so it's very difficult very difficult and also we don't have the technology to like what you did this time that you have the computer you have the cell phone to google whatever answers you have and so our library also at the time we didn't have computer at the time yeah we don't have so we just like we don't have the internet so we just like go to the library and read the old books that is filed in the library so it's kind of obsolete you know yeah so also teachers at that time don't have much much training compared to no. this time that they are exposed to different technologies different um uh new techniques on how to teach children mm. so as i've said we are just like spoon feeding bookcase and but still we learn yeah. and there were na there were not much destruction because we don't have the technology so when you get home and because we were poor we get home we don't have much electricity we live in the barangay that don't have electricity so we just burn our candle or have the the bottle with gas inside and and like a torch Torch. and we use that one uh, to light our books uh, to light while we are reading our books use the light reading the books mm-hmm. so at six o'clock we are already inside the house because it's so dark yeah. we just have lights to roam around like this time yeah. and so there's a big changes uh, a big change in terms of technology and in terms of communication also so we have this so called the radio baba before what's that what do you mean by radio baba you have a relay of message from one person to the next person 
Uh, word of mouth? Yes. We have the radio about the word of mouth. That's all we can do. Yeah, it's very classic. Very classic. What are your past businesses and your advice for running businesses like them? I grew up to be like a business-minded kid because my mom trained me how to be a businesswoman. When I was still in the elementary, I learned already how to buy, uh, buy like nine pieces of butter cake from the bakery and sell it uh, for five cents each so I can have a gain of 20 cents. It's 25 cents of butter cake. I started with that, and I sold also banana queue with or boiled banana, ripe bananas when I was still in school. I've learned that, and then that was when I was in elementary. When I was in high school, I still learned how to to buy and sell during the weekend. I learned how to make bisaya. Uh, bread. Yeah. I bake my own bread and cooked it in the oven which is made of clay and also the rice cake, the bibinka. I learned on that. I always carry the bibinka in a big big container and put it on my head and roam around the barangay and sell it or go to the market and sell the bibinka. Yeah. And then when I was in college, I still learned also a lot of businesses. I went into, um, like, I went into a department store and part-time for business. And I learned also making money by, by making research from my, for my classmates. And I told my, I, I told my teacher, sir, don't disapprove the research that I submitted because I was the one making it. <laughs> because I don't have allowance. I, I want to use that money to buy for our food. And so the teacher will always approve on that <laughs> because I'm making this on the side. So I, I, res I made the research, I typed the research, and I bookbound the research, and all the, my, and my classmates, all they did is to submit it. <laughs> <laughs> to get the grades. So I was the one learning and making money at the same time. So when I graduated in college and I was in, I was already a teacher, yeah. I still make business. When they, your mom and her siblings were still young, yeah. we have a, a cherry tree in the front of our house. A cherry tree? Mm -hmm. Or the tambis. Mm. So every time it bears fruits, I picked up the cherry or the, the tambis and put it in a box and bring it to school and sell it to students. I made some ice creams or ice candies so I can have in, in, extra money to give allowance to your, to your mom and her siblings. And I went to uh, appliance center and be a an agent so I can still get extra money that's why when your when your when your mother and her siblings go to 
church every Sunday and they ask for ice cream, I can give them whatever they need because I have extra money on the side. How about the Valentine's? And also, yes, and I get involved into making a Valentine cards, which yeah. I involve your mom and her siblings in yeah. cutting hearts and and seeking the decorations on the card. And yeah. I'll be the one to write the, de the dedications and we sell it to school nice. so we can earn money. Then we learn also having a fish, a small fish pond out of out of socks, like put water and grow the fish in there. And your mommy used to pick up the goldfish and sell it to, to kids that pass by going to school. So we can have like money early morning for allowance for snacks in school. We have that and then we have also a small store. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry store in the front of the house. That we take turns who will sell the who will watch the sorry sorry store every morning and eat also at the same time. <laughs> and we made barbecues sometimes and sell it on the side of the street. So I taught them how to how to earn money also at the same time. And on the weekend I trained them before I left them, I trained them how to work hard like I assign them who will wash the dishes and who will clean the house, who will wash the clothes and some other stuff so they can have allowance, extra allowance. And yeah. so I'm paying them at the same time teaching them how to work independently when I'm not around. So all of those. And then after that I have also a buy and sell uh, with RTW's clothes and dried fishes and everything. I bought pig uh, so I can sell it to the market and I I sell, I bought, I bought uh, chickens in the poultry, clean it up and, and sell it to the market so I can have gains. So all of those are just like sideline business. Even though I was so tired, I went to school, I, there were there was a time that I worked in the La Salle University in in La Salle uh, yeah La Salle University I part time as a substitute and then at the same time I went to my school assignment also as a teacher so I did a lot advice so the good thing the best advice that I can give to you is yeah. learn how to be a business-minded person. Learn how to survive on challenges in life, uh, how to struggle and be strong and you have to have a goal in life. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing. Goal in life, prayers and honesty, always respect that should come into your life as part of your values that will help you to be a better person. Mm. Any last pieces of advice that you haven't told us yet? Yes. Uh, the last advice that I can give you is when you grow up and uh, become an, a successful person, don't forget to look back, don't forget to take care of your elders. Yeah. Respect and take care of your elders. 
because mm-hmm. once you grow up you have to look back who were the person around you that helped you to become a better person yeah. okay and always don't forget to pray don't forget to work hard and and also you have to take care of yourself all the time take care of yourself and love yourself the only way you can be successful is to love yourself and love God and love your parents thank you thank you you're very welcome yeah and I love you so much and thank you for interview interviewing me yeah I hope that will give a piece of advice to the next generation That wraps up this episode from Wicked Thoughts. Make sure to subscribe and join the host on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flare. That's patreon slash F-L-E-I-R-E for exclusive content. Tune in for more Wicked Conversations right here at Wicked Thoughts.